Hi-ho, hi-ho, it's off to work we go with a shovel and a pick and a ten-foot stick. Hi-ho, 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 hi-ho. Hi-ho, 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 hi-ho. I love it, man. I actually didn't know the lyrics because I don't have kids, so I guess you need kids to know the lyrics. It's, yeah. It's, well, it's, my block, you'd have got shot for that. It's, it's a rip-off of Snow White, I think. My son, my son loves it. So. What was it? A shovel and a hoe? A oh, uh, shovel and a pick and a, a ten-foot stick. I think I might have modified it. <laughs> okay, that that is Jason from Guest Contracting, oh, Guest man, Construction. I love guest, I love that. Guest Contracting. So we have. Uh, what are we going to talk about, Jason? Uh, I think yeah, we're going to talk about being uh, a young contractor. professional. Yeah, being a young contractor in the trades. I'm yeah. so young. I love being in this trade. Uh, you're <laughs> the same age as I, and we are both young. As I, so professional. You look, you, you look young. So. Oh, thank you. He was Jason. talking to me. No, he wasn't. He looked at me. He may no, have been speaking was to you, speaking but he was looking me. at me. Okay. His eyes were saying yes. <laughs> uh, if everybody's listening, the bullshit light is on right now. Yeah. And it's ding, history ding. with many. Hang on, you're way ahead of yourself. Jason's here. You find him on What's Instagram up? at Guest Contracting Inc. Yep. Yep. And the website is guestcontracting.com. Yep. And it. the email is guest.contracting at gmail.com. Yep. And the phone number is area code 705. You are the furthest guest that we've had. Yeah. Barry. Barry. Yep. Barry. Barry boy. So 705 229. I, I don't think that's the farthest guest, is it? Yes, it is. I'm trying to. <laughs> by, by 705. Okay, by 705. 229. <laughs> Seven eight seven five. Let's get realistic, okay? Okay, let's get realistic. <laughs> All right, we went, we want to talk about young contractors, but we have a little segment first. Okay, well, Carlito, you know what? I'm just going to change yeah. this up, Manny. This is off to you. History with Manny. That's it. I don't like. That. I already said history I, with Manny. I prefer. <laughs> okay, thank you very much. I want to ask you, gentlemen, Jason. Yep. Maybe Carlito yep. might know. <laughs> <laughs> He's always pulling that shit off. <laughs> Who made the first table saw? Dun dun dun! And what year? And I could even add, what century? Oh shit! This goes back, boys. This goes back. This is hard because. Uh, Who wanna... created the first table saw? I want to say Black and Decker. But it's probably even it's probably way before that. Way before ah well it's way before that, but then something about Black and Decker gets involved. Eventually. So we are talking. Don't tell me DeWalt. Seventeen seventy seven. Seventeen seventy seven. In the United States, perhaps the first recorded patent for a circular saw was issued in seventeen seventy seven to an Englishman, Samuel Miller. It refers to a circular saw that was created in Holland in the sixteenth or 17th centuries. They had a catalog in 1885 for WF and John's, John Barnes Co. in Rockford, Illinois. Was it? Clearly like, shows that the, this catalog clearly shows a classic table saw is labeled as the hand this isn't for This isn't for logs. This is for like smaller. Yeah, this is for, for furniture s- making. Yeah, exactly. So it was, it was labeled as a hand-powered circular rip saw. Hooked up to a donkey? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but then Force then power. you introduced the radio <laughs> alarm. You guys, would you know the radio alarm? Yeah, yeah. You I love that thing. So it was yep. a good. So that's 1922, and Raymond DeWalt 
Wow. Created the very first circular saw with a radial So arm. I was right. Wow. 1922. This saw was more versatile than its predecessors. It was attached to an overhead arm that could be moved, rotated, making the saw blade mobile. Using the radial arm, it was easier to control the depth and direction of the cuts. The Waltz design was popular enough that it, he decided to start his own company to produce and sell the machines just two years later. Wow. So that was the origin of the Waltz. Wow. And two years wow. later. That's pretty impressive. And just for for the record, I got that right again. You guessed the Walt. <laughs> I still got it right. You didn't guess the Englishman. <laughs> you didn't guess 1777. You didn't guess anything. That wasn't the table saw. That was the 1777. That's triple seven. I'm going to casino tonight. <laughs> and that was History with Manny. And on with this show. This hey, is it. <laughs> I actually was Googling. Do you know when contracting, general contracting? came about i think i did a google for that but i didn't i don't remember i got 1605 general contractor well it, wasn't gen- it was like the british came over and they were working on uh, the forts the, the port royal or something like that and they called themselves general contractors that's i uh, that's what it came up as well there was the general store it was everything was the general right. at that time right don't take that as a fact i just give me more general google. analogies there because i i know you can't I'm get generally past speaking. general store i'm just generally speaking what the general blacksmith the general what the general uh <laughs> and in spanish general would be <laughs> Carnell. <laughs> Let's uh, talk about sure. being a young contractor. Yeah, yeah. So how many years? You're, 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 what are you, 30, 34? So yeah, so I'm 34. So you're still a um, youngin. How long yeah. have you been in construction? Uh, 17 years. 17, 18 years 17 now. 17 years? Oh, you're yeah. not a newbie to this, man. Wow. Yeah, I was working. Half your life. In, when I was in high school, I started working already. Yeah, because you had 10. to. You were poor. What was it? <laughs> no, so my, my <laughs> well, no for me it was because no. my parents were poor. No, so I grew up in a single family home, single mom. Uh, but then uh, my stepdad was a body man, so he had his own body shop, everything. So I was a big car freak when I was younger. So I started with that, and then I just liked to build shit. It progressed from there, um, and then right after high school, I started. Why didn't you go the body way? Stay mechanic um, instead of. I just didn't like being in the shop all day. Bondo, yeah. primer, paint, I love the dinner. smell of it. I love it. My, I used to be in the paint booth with my dad spraying cars. Of course painting, you were. No mask. You no were always nothing. happy after. <laughs> it was like fog. And looking back now, I'm like, oh God, I just lost 10 years. No, no. So you went into the construction. I just like to build stuff. I like to do Nobody's in construction in your family? No uncles? No dad? Uh, no. No. You're the first. Actually, uh, I don't have any carpenters in my family. Millwrights. Um, no grandfathers, nothing. Um, Grandmothers, they might. I don't know what they did. Actually, I'm always uh, curious. No, my grandfather worked for IBM, so no. I'm always wow. curious to ask the young guys. What about your circle of friends? Anybody um, else there that went into the trades, construction, mechanic? Well, any? you are a country boy. Yes. So yep. you're gonna be good with your hands, no matter what. <laughs> uh, don't take it like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, I didn't have my circle of friends, uh, and even today, I got one buddy that's a millwright. Um, the only other trait, like friends that I have now are, are the subs that we use and the guys that I employ. But, but not I'm, your high school buddies. Nope, nothing. Nobody. So, so I, I know it wasn't Manny that inspired you. So what, so, what did inspire you? <laughs> I, I was just really good with Lego. Um, no, so was I. <laughs> I, I don't know. I always liked, I always like, uh, don't take wood. I always liked building things out of wood. I just enjoyed it. Um, and then uh, I just got into building. I was a laborer, started out as a laborer working for different contractors. Like hot, like 
Real uh, contractors? Yeah, or real, like, yeah, working for general contractors. Handyman. So, uh, f- no, not handyman. Like okay. real, like framing, framing houses, uh, renos, additions, stuff like that. New home construction. So Did you go to school, Jason? I went to school actually 2009, 2010. Um, I actually got a free ride to Georgian College. I took the carpentry program. Um, by then, I was already experienced in the field, but I got a free ride to go for the year. So I took the carpentry program. And that's 2009 is the year I started the company. Started like fully on my own. So it's the company still young too. Yep. Yep. 2009. So we're only, yeah, 10, 11 years. How's that so experience, man? Making that leap, making that um, like, because up until then you're doing small rentals, you're doing whatever you can get. Yeah. Like up to then I, I worked for other guys, right? I yeah. was, I was, you know, just an hourly employee. Um, and then I got to a point and I kind of said, Hey, I can do this. I can do this. I was a little naive. But I just jumped in. I just same. you're never going to learn if you're never afraid to try new things, right? I had a bunch of small jobs, uh, like bathroom renos, little things like that. Um, and then I ended up, the work dried up, and I started subbing for other bigger guys. So still on my own, but like, you're, you're not, right? Like, yeah. kind of. You, you feel like you haven't made it, in a sense, right? And then probably about five, six years ago, a good friend of mine, he's a framer, union framer, and then I joined, jumped on the union bandwagon carlito's got a lot of questions to ask you now well i'm not a union framer anymore well uh first i want to say do you mud yeah i've done a fair because i want to say something that's really important and i never realized it until we started talking to different people on the podcast yeah but i took auto body myself and i think i really believe that i got really good at mudding and concrete because of all the skimming and body work building i had to do with the trowels yep So I'm just wondering how good you are with that first. We do small jobs now, but, but when I first started everything, we, I would touch every job. I loved it. Everybody did that, right? Do you feel like the auto body helped? A hundred percent. My dad teaching me how to, you know, how to straight lines, you know, pull dents out. Yeah, exactly. You got to, it's like a technique, right? It's something you can't just jump into. It's an art. You guys just gave me an image, man. I want to do a post where I'm actually taking a hawk and trial to a car. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be chunky <laughs> it'll be easy to sand at least throw a bomb bag right beside it yeah not unless you use auto body filler and you i do know. use you a lot know. of auto body filler do, while i do uh woodworking yep. yep and i actually um the last couple of years i use bondo yeah like not like crazy but it's awesome it's dries rock hard it's it, it's what do you mean you're using bondo for for plaster work uh, no, like like fine trim work and stuff like that. Oh, okay, yeah, yep. yeah. A lot of guys. Are using well, that now. I use it because Not a lot cr- of, like crazy. But a no. lot of times I get called to do someone else's work, and they've re they've routered farther than the hinges. So then what I'll do is I'll just pot body I'll like uh, body fill it, that little, let it dry up, and then rerouter it. And once it gets painted, you'll never know, it's right? Awesome. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's really great. One of my favorite go tos. I've learned a ton off Instagram. Like I knew that from my dad, but like same. Uh, what do you call it? It's like that red stuff. Yeah, um, auto body uh, filler. Yeah, yeah. What's it well, called? It's, putty. it's, it's red putty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we started using that a lot too, because the regular DAP. Sometimes, like we use DAP a lot, but what? This, it, this is it, an it, anti-DAP show. Yeah, we hate DAP. Yeah. We let our guests personal bring it opinion. up. We let These are bring personal opinions. You can bring it up, but we won't talk about it. <laughs> okay, next, next subject. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I guess just be, maybe it, it all started because I thought I'd take over the shop for my dad. I really did, and then I just. I don't know. Maybe I woke up one day and just said, forget this. This sucks. Is wow. he still, is he still in the shop? Uh, he's still in the business. Okay. Um, he, uh, he does appraising, so he's less body work, 
more business. I was just going to ask. Yeah. I need my yeah. van painted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he, go up to Aurelia. He's there. Yeah, I used to be up. I used to be up in Aurelia. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's yeah. awesome. I was in a trailer park up there. No, no, I'm Why serious. Am I my not buddy surprised? has a, my buddy. Uh, she has a, a huge horse ranch up there. Okay. Just at twelve and forty-eight. Yeah. So. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. We had a lot of fun up there. I want to put a GPS on you one day. <laughs> I did. I did a lot of dirt biking up there too. Uh, I don't know if you remember the first McDonald's going up forty-eight. It was McDonald's there. They had a. And we're going back to Jason from yeah, guest sorry, contracting sorry. I don't, I don't, here. I don't, no, you're just bringing back great memories of Aurelia. <laughs> probably before my time. It was probably there when I was a kid. You'd be seeing me driving my dirt bike. What? <laughs> so, Jason, you got started on your own 2009 by yourself, or were you partnered with somebody, or did you have like a small crew? Nope. So, just sole, sole proprietor. Really, yeah? Same, just, just my own thing. And How's that feel, man? With the wife, fiance at the time, baby uh, on the single, way? Single. Single. Single at the time. Yeah. Uh, I've, uh, I've been married with my, I've been married now for seven, eight years. Two kids. So, now it's, it's totally different. We got, we got four guys. Well, three guys. We're looking for a fourth. Uh, it's busy. But it's, I was on my own for a long time. And then guys, we had just another one or two guys come and go kind of thing. Uh, I had some family members come help me out for a little bit too. Uh, and then I just eventually got busy enough and said, hey, I got to hire a guy full time. So I did. We started framing. Uh, we got a really big contract for a big union build up in Barrie that's on the water. So we were there for three, three and a half years. Wow. So that's, wow. that's where it Huge really... Build. That is big. Yeah. Yeah. It was Friday Harbor Resort. I don't know. No, I don't know either. You don't know? It was the biggest construction site in North America. Really? You're kidding me. Yeah. What tri- year they, was this? Uh, it was just last couple... Like, we left probably three years ago. Two, three years ago. Wow. Good for you guys. But, yeah. So anyways, that was all union stuff. So I, I feel like that doesn't count because anyone union, you could... If you want well, to tell me more. Yes. Why don't we talk a little bit about the union? <laughs> I, 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 I always push the union on people that uh, aren't entrepreneurs. And the and union always pushes people. Yes. yes. But you know what? Yes. They give you equal opportunity to do whatever. Like you can disguise the limit in the union. It's just. Sure. Yeah, it's is, it enough, hall. is it enough for you, though? I personally, uh, I'm no longer framing in the union. Did it, it help? It, it grew me. It stretched me. Um, I got to see that side of things. I like being my own boss and making my own numbers and put my own quotes together. I don't love the fact, hey, here's a house. This is this is what you're getting paid for it. And that's it. It's like your number. And and let's be honest, production, I don't want to do that. Some guys love it. They love that well, security. Well, here's, here's the one thing me. that you not don't have me. anymore that you did have at one point, pension and benefits. But Carlito... The union doesn't tell you. You have to be bringing in. You have to be building so much per month to stay in benefits yeah. and pension. You're oh, right. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, so, so you got to produce. You got to produce. If you're not producing, you're not getting your benefits. So you're not and contributing you're... to your benefits then if you're not producing. Exactly. So you get a guy who does not work the hours, then all of a sudden. If you're not building houses fast enough to oh, make, to make your like, kind of quota for, for what you have to bring in for the union per month. Well, it's also different for different and that's for areas of, that's that's just let me just jot down yep. that's one more reason why i don't like the union <laughs> it's just it's, one of your reasons you, you know everyone's i'm not like they help me out they help me start so i can't knock them i you I learn what you do. learn from them yep. and you move on and that's it if it's for you then great stay yep. with it but you if know, it's not for you then but, move on but my point always is is that you're 34 now 34 yeah so young right now the sky's the limit and you feel invincible but you get to that 48 and you start to realize, what did I do with my money? What did I do with the time? 
and what did I do with my business? So yeah, to address the earlier question uh, about the benefit and pensions, we're actually looking into third party uh, like benefits. So cool. benefit pension, you do that you for your did, business, for the business, and for the guys. For That's the amazing, wicked. So it's an incentive, right? Just to bring definitely. Them in. Uh, hey, we have, we're different. We got benefits. You want a pension? That's really good that you guys are doing that because we're hearing more and more guys are doing that, like Mark from Skylux that we haven't. Yeah, shout out. Yet, yet. <laughs> I might as well do it now since you're already saying it. Since I gave you an evil look. Yeah. <laughs> so we want to do a shout out to Mark from Skylux. We're at the Skylux building right now. Mark's always supporting and believing in the industry. Thank and you very much for Mark. the better. Yes. Um, also, if you want to see great videos, you need to go and just go onto his Instagram. You're going to see some crazy videos. This like guy this. has a drone and yeah. it is amazing. Well, we, we heard early, like last year, Mark was doing that for his guys. So he, he created a whole benefits program, health, everything, all that stuff. So he wanted yep. to make the guys happy. So he's not a union business, but he wanted to actually stay like set up a proper business that guys would want to be. Well, and still he wanted be to custom. keep his guys. Yeah. yeah. He knew what it felt like to be a worker and yeah. uh, he wanted to give back and not lose quality guys. Like maybe his employer lost him. Right. Yep. yep. And, that, and I've worked for enough uh, other contractors, a, a handful in Barry Simcoe County area. And, and I coming from the employee standpoint, I wanted to go and say, Hey, what, if you know guys working for me, what do you want? So I do things like boot allowance. I'll get you. I'll buy you a new pair of boots every year. Woo! Um, You're buying just, us boots. Wait a second. Two sixty. Two sixty. Whatever. Whatever your boots cost. I don't care. Wow. Just it's just. I like you already. It's just a it's little a big something one, man. to say thank you, right? No, it's a big one. It's your so, feet. Uh, uh, the most important right? part. You got to keep your guys happy. I like that. Company shirts. We do company, so everyone has the same thing. Hats. Shirts. Well, that's all part of your branding, it, which is great. Yeah. But yeah. also, I agree with you because the boots is. Uh, I don't know. Call me shallow, but when I see a guy on a construction site, first of all, if he's wearing running shoes, I got no respect for you. I don't give a shit what trade you are. I don't give a shit what trade you are. I'm looking at Carlito. I don't care if you're a painter. I don't care. I don't care. Are they CSA though? Are they CSA? Are you crazy? I, my job <laughs> sites, I only wear the best. So the second thing, am I shallow? Because do, if I see a beat up pair of safety boots or shoes, I kind of feel like, man, they're not really that expensive. Why not just get yeah, a new pair? Yeah, well, let's, let's slow down here, Manny, Panny. <laughs> see, okay. See, and, and it comes back to that. It comes back to that. So, so you know, <laughs> you guys obviously work on expensive properties i expect even even if we didn't even if we live worked at like government housing projects what it didn't matter i just want to have one a brand and i want everyone to be clean yes so that's like i even say that to the guys like i don't want like beer shirts i don't want anything with profanity on i love it. that i want you clean cut yeah um, like i don't want i just want you to be presentable it's, it's that's your it. image because that's the it. last thing you want is a guy standing there with like Iron Maiden shirt, something or marble or, or something. You know what I mean? Aussie. Like, no, it doesn't. It's it's a brand. I I totally agree with you. And the other right. thing recently that happened that I'm going to completely outlaw shorts on my job sites. Oh, I I'm just like I'm sorry, but I've only and I'll here's a plug. I'll only wear Snickers, and you know that, right? And I'm not never, even black ladder. Okay, you can keep your black ladder. Now. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, those work pants they breathe. Even the black ladder. They breathe, yep. right? Yep. So that's why I've never felt hot wearing pants. And it's too easy to scrape or scratch your shins if you're wearing shorts. And I get that it's hot, 
But listen, man, there's hotter places than Canada right now in our summertime. They get away with wearing pants. It's funny you say that because on union sites, we weren't, uh, shorts weren't allowed. You had to wear pants. Well, then, well legally speaking, yeah. you can't wear shorts. And technically speaking, legally too, you're not allowed to wear short sleeve shirts. No, you have to have a long sleeve. Long sleeve. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's, that's the ministry, right? So the thing is, so we're still wearing sh- short sleeve shirts. Yeah. But right now, I'm not going to accept anybody in shorts. If you come on my job site and you're wearing shorts, you're getting turned around. I, I want to see pants, but, but sorry. you and but not you track do pants encourage, and not track pants. But you yeah, do encourage no white socks because you love th- that look. <laughs> but how can you see them with pants on? White socks with sandals, steel toe sandals. Is that what Crocs. hosing down the driveway with that one leaf? Is that what you're talking about? Another Portuguese joke. But I, I just I, I'm doing that because of like you said, it's like something comes up and you are part of the brand image. The last thing I want is clients to see. Some ripped up shirt, ripped up shorts, ripped up whatever. I get that it's hot, but the thing is we can still, listen, we can see a bunch of other guys that are on Instagram but, or on job sites and they're professionally dressed, I yeah. think. But it, I but I really think that if these are my guys, they're my billboards yes. and they're representing me, yeah. why wouldn't I be pushing my telephone number and my company name to subconsciously keep that in someone's mind? Out of sight, out of, out of, out of mind, right? Yeah. So, yeah. And, and I, to be honest, I never even thought like that deep. I don't have my phone number on the guy's shirts and stuff like that. But no, no. Just, I'm just, just saying just the name, the yep, logo. That's it. And just so then I think I think your company looks a lot better if you've got two, three, four guys that are wearing the same kind of image. Well, yeah. here, here's a beautiful one. Tony from TC comes by the other night, comes and visits me, and gives me a, a really cool little gift. Just, I don't know for what. He's just an amazing guy. You know, he comes over and gives me something. I'm like, wow, you're an amazing guy. But I look at him, clean truck, inside clean truck. You know, he's got amazing snicker pants. He's got real beautiful button-up shirts. Mm-hmm. And he looks professional. He looks like the guy and that you want at your house. What's your impression of him? Professional. Would you hire him? In a heartbeat. Thank you. Right? Clean, it, it, professional, it comes back, classy. It comes back to the guy showing up your house with the Honda Civic. Yes. With all his tools in the back. Yes. Or the guy coming to your truck, like, sorry, your house with your lettered Sprinter van. It's all done up. And it doesn't matter what it looks like, like inside. It's the it's the image because they're already thinking, oh, okay, like this guy has, he's taken the time to spend money on his, his shirts, logos, whatever. His work must also yeah. must be clean, presentable. Well, there, there's a hope, little there's hope. a little bit of magic there that gets hidden. You know, not a, a lot of people will spend money they don't have on trying to make themselves bigger than they are, and that could yep, be trouble for them in the long no, but run. We're talking about simple things, so t-shirts. Proper pants. No, but I think your guys should have that. Yeah. Like I had a guy that worked for me. He kept coming to work with camouflaged army pants. No. And a camouflaged vest. No. Was he military? Ex-military? Well, he went to military police school with me when we were kids. I I gave him an opportunity uh, in my business. He was very well. He was very good with his hands. One of the customers came up to me one day and said, hey, you know, not for anything, but I really don't like the image of your guy. And I was like, yeah, I never said that? I never thought of that. And I had to take him to the side. And he was a, an old friend of mine. Plus, he's my employee. But I had to treat him uh, like an employee. And I yep, said, yep. at this point, I need to tell you that we're going to have a uniform from now on. So you're going to wear one of my company shirts. And no and more you're track gonna, pants. And you're going to have clean pants. Yeah. No more rips. You're going to have your... like. I know no you have your safety issues. Track pants. He never wore track pants. Uh, I'm car- talking about you. They were cargo you. pants. Cargo I'm talking pants. about you. He he likes the whole. Package. How did we get onto this whole thing? Yes, I, I, yeah. It's, it's so, brand image. I mean, your yes. business card, yep. your vehicle, your logo, your T-shirt. 
It's all brand image, man. But this is about being young Your in the construction and advertising. Yeah. 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 So I guess that's a big thing. Yeah. So being 34, image has a lot to do with it. But you have to, you know, you can have the image, but you have to walk the walk, right? You that's have right. to you have to back that up with with the work. Oh, 100%. I, I, I totally agree with you. You can have, um, you can look great and you can be a hack, you know, like, like general contractor, carpenter, whatever the hell you are. You have to also be good at what you do. That's yeah. why I like, I like joking around with everybody on site because they know, I know how to fucking build. <laughs> That's all, right? So I can do yep. whatever I want, but I could still back it up. Yep, but I'm still wearing a branded shirt. I'm still wearing proper pants. I'm still wearing safety shoes. I'm not always wearing my helmet. But it's there on the site. But it, yeah. but then bringing it back to something. I want to ask you, Jason. Hang yeah. on a sec. And I do want to interrupt our leader. I want to ask you: Did you come up with this at the beginning, like at 2009 when you started the company? Did you come up with it, or, or were you kind of sparked because you saw something online, or you saw something? Did you see another company? I actually worked for another contractor, so I have my family crest as my logo. They I really their, like uh, it. By I the know, way, they I had like their that. family crest as their logo. I really liked it. Our crests are different. I actually, I don't know, probably like six, no, maybe even longer. I, I got a call from them and said, uh, oh, I see you copied our logo. I said, uh, no, this is my family crest. You have your family crest. Well, I highly suggest that you, you do, like, you don't use that anymore or else, you know, we'll take legal action against you. Good luck. So I said, have fun. Like, you know my number? Give me a shout anytime. So anyway, so I just said, screw it. I love, it's my family crest. Yeah, I yeah. love it. It's easy. I didn't have to design anything. So I just rolled with it. And that makes great. no sense. Are, I mean, are you British? Uh, English and Scottish. I knew it. <laughs> then why did you say British? Well, I just felt like saying that. <laughs> I, I felt like saying, it's very lovely. <laughs> it's brilliant. <laughs> no, but you're right though. To come up with that logo is great. Um, it, you're not copying somebody else. You're actually representing so, what you come from. Yeah. So anyway, so I just rolled with it and then I had thought about it and I was like, oh, am I What a bully, like, eh? Am I copying them? And, and they're a big contractor up in, up in our area. Um, they do a lot of big homes on the water. And I just said, you know what? I'm just as good as you and I'm twice as nice. So <laughs> screw you. Nice. So anyway, nice. so I went with it. So anyways, yeah. So young, young businessman. Yeah. Got the logo and then just started carpentry right after I finished Georgian. Got same thing when I started subbing again. And then I'll just say one thing. Sorry. I, I don't want to interrupt you, but I just want to say one thing about that guy that called you up to tell you to stop doing that. Why can't people just spend more effort on making their brand better instead of having to contact somebody else to tell them that their brand is not as good as their brand? Why can't they? I, I think it just comes down to character. Yeah, that's exactly right? it. So I don't, hey, if you. you I don't think you, matter. I mean, I've spoken to you a number of times on, on social media and we're yep. finally meeting for the first time. Yep. I don't think that's something that you would do. That's not something I would do. That's not something that Carlito would do. You know what? It, maybe it comes back to self-confidence. I'm confident That's exactly in myself, it. and I have no reason to bully anyone or yeah. whatever. It doesn't matter. It's just a logo. It's yeah. just a family crush. I just right? want. I think there's more than enough room out there for work for everybody, and you Tons. can identify yourself because we're all unique, and you can build 100%. your brand. That on could your be own. your lost uncle or grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was a dick. <laughs> <laughs> your uncle? <laughs> <laughs> just joking. No, no. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it, it just started. Um, sorry, I got to get back on track. Sorry about that, man. Well, I no, that. no. I think I think what we were getting to is, first of all, I know that we're kind of being tough on the really young guys starting in this industry. What are you talking about? Well, 
at the beginning, if you have a Honda Civic, I'm okay with your starting off with something. If you if that's what you have, a hundred yep. bucks and a and a Honda Civic. I started in a Nissan God bless tr- you. Nissan pickup yep. truck and and rigid tools. Okay, that's great. That's I, how I, mean, I got started. Yeah. You, you know what? You had a you had a different vision. Sometimes people don't realize they're gonna be in I've this got a industry. Sprinter van. Right? And yeah. a bunch of Bosch tools. Yeah, but leading to it is now I, I'm looking at you. You're very professional. You've already established yourself. You're still really young. Mm-hmm. You figured it out. This whole well, process well, is about that, right? I would have to say I didn't figure it out. I have really good support, other good friends that I bounce kind of sounding boards, right? Shoot ideas off. That's I'll, key. And, and a lot of them are like, hey, don't think the next couple of weeks. Don't think the next couple of months. Think five years, 10 years down the road vision it and go get it. It is what you make it. You know, we got to put the hours in. I work a lot. I got two small kids. I'd love to be at home a little bit more. Spending more time. That's a sacrifice I'm making right now. How many hours a week? Well, not paperwork, working. Not, 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 yeah, actually working. So it's usually five, six days a week. I'm on the road at six o'clock, six thirty, and then every day is different, but you know, probably till I get home at Anywhere between like five thirty, six thirty. Yeah, so typical well, you car were, track you were day. at Skylux at six thirty today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we feel bad. There was a little miscommunication, oh, right. but we I, feel bad. I just but had you were on time, time, and you got here early. early. Yeah, that's that's was a on good time sign twice. of character. He was on time twice. That in the was same day. a good sign of character. Sorry, getting back on track. It's sorry, I just lost my train. I'm of all over the place too. It's okay. We're having a great conversation. No, no, just about, no. about this is garage talk, man. It's, it's, I love it. It's about Definitely. setting up your business and and looking five, ten down. And I think that so, a lot of guys get stuck in the rat race. They're so fixated on trying to build better for that client right now, for that job right now, that they don't realize that there are ripple effects for the job that you do today. Something's gonna happen. I just I just found out recently that I think I was telling you before the mics were on that the job that I'm still on, like that I started right now, which mm-hmm. I've just nicknamed a Disney job for reasons that I'll reveal eventually. But the, the thing is that that client was actually a client that was referenced on another podcast that we did earlier. And Six so, degrees. So it was, oh, wow. that's exactly what, so, so I was world. told by the client because he's been listening to all the podcasts now and he came up to me and goes, you know that client that you mentioned in that podcaster, that's me. And oh. I'm like, what? So it's funny. And same thing when we had Vince here last week and we were talking to him and, and he actually was at George Brown listening to okay. me guest speak there. Yep. And then Carlito asked him, so how was Manny? And he was like, Manny was asking, he was answering all the questions. He was more than willing to reveal whatever he's learned up until date. Yep. Well, you were you, talking about real construction. Exactly. So yes. you never know the ripples. Yep. You never know. So I think a lot of guys have to stop getting stuck in the rat race and think about their business 5, 10, 15, well, 20. Well, here's yep. another thing. Be very careful what you wish for because you start getting into this industry and if you're not worried about what the other guy's making or how successful they are and you focus more about you, your guys, and your business, you will become so successful you might not even be able to keep up anymore. I'm not going to lie and I'm not trying to boast. I'm at that point right now. I'm bursting. I'm trying to, I'm trying to hire guys. I have more work than I can even handle and I don't want to let it go. But well, slow it down, man. Cause I, I was there at no, one no, time. No, 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 no. It's not slow it down. It's control it. Yeah. Right. Yes. That's a good keyword. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I didn't control it. I ended up hiring 30 guys. And oh, wow. so I would start the, I'd start at the beginning of the project demolition with 30 and then I'd work my way down to the technical guys. And then by the end of the project, I'd be down to four or five. And then again, the cycle. And gotcha. I never had I, I never had control over them, and that's really important. 
Because like, sometimes like, you can have 30 guys. You're not making the same amount of money. You're making the same amount of money as having four guys. Yes. Hang yeah. on. I just want to clarify something. I'm not talking about controlling human beings. I'm just saying control the business, yeah. the brand. Yes. Right. That's what yeah. I'm talking about. So, and, that's, and that's what I did. First thing I did, I hired an accountant. So Man, same, see, so you see you're way ahead, and that's that's guys got to understand in this business. Half of this construction business is paper, half of it. It's, okay, it's, so what did the accountant do for you? Oh, she does everything for me. She does my payroll. She does my quarterly, all my quarterly. She does my year end, new employees. Keeps you signs, in check. She, she, she lets you know what your business is like. Do where you, is your do business? you still check the numbers though yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still she has full access to everything, but I still look at everything. Because I don't trust accountants at the end of the day. Oh, I love my accountant. She's Sometimes awesome. you have to have She's an awesome. accountant to watch the accountant to watch the other accountant. If, if Carlito ever tries to friend you on Facebook, just do not accept just, that because you will get a number of conspiracy theories posts. Okay, that's on Facebook. No, but 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 I would say no. That back to your point, Manny. That like that's the biggest thing, right? A lot of guys, if you're not disciplined with money, it'll burn a hole in your pocket. Oh, yeah. and, and I'm not going to lie. When I first started, I would get, you know, get a big job. I get a lot of money and I'm a, I'm a big tool guy. So I would just go uh -oh. spend money on tools, which is great. Cause I got a thousand tools. Are you but, using them all? Uh, not no, all at once. No. That's not the question to ask. The question is, are you making money off of these tools? hundred percent. If you're making money off these tools, then buy as many tools as you want. I hope my wife's listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> um, is no, there anything but, you want to say to her right now? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am buying a new truck. Um, <laughs> I saw the truck. What's wrong? What year is that? Hey, what are you driving? Uh, 09 F-150. Yeah. You, um, yeah. Actually, I, I'm, in the, I'm in the midst of getting I love Ford. Um, a Sprinter. Uh, a Super Duty. Yeah, I got a 450 Super Duty. Ooh, 450. Whoa. Oh yeah. No, I'm just getting a little 250. So <laughs> they're beautiful trucks. They're great. They're yeah. great. But um, no, I just wanted I just wanted to say, if you're young, you're getting into it. I, Instagram's a great a great place. I know I've reached out to you before. For sure. It, it doesn't hurt. That's the biggest thing. You want to grow. Talk to other guys in the street that are older than you, your peers, and if they're nice enough to give you the time of day. Ask, ask away. But it's not the older guys. We've had a couple guys on like Mark and Chris and a yeah, couple other guys. There's lots of guys. Really nice well, young guys yep. and really unexpected, mind-boggling to, to see how old souls in a, in a young body that, and they're together. They have it figured out. They're yep. doing all the right steps. Yeah. Yep. So you can still learn from someone young. You don't have to be. We have to yep. take no, a little. No, that's true. We have that's to do a little. Building code talk with many. <laughs> I want to ask you, gentlemen, Jason. Yes. Carlito might know this. I'm mm. not sure. Here it goes again. <laughs> Short jabs. <laughs> Only because he's smaller. According than me. to the Ontario <laughs> Building Code, and this is part of part nine, section oh, 15. My favorite. What is the minimum width of strip footings for a one-story building, two-story building, three-story building, supported exterior walls. What is the minimum width of a one-story? In millimeters, please. Oh, millimeters, jeez. I know. Everything's in millimeters, but we got to convert it eventually. But uh, there are three different widths depending on how many stories there are. I would say you're making me talk millimeters, so 10 millimeters is half an inch. So I'm going to say 12 inches. 12 inches is what? Half inch? So, so I'd have to convert that. I don't so know. So 12, 12 times 10 would give you... So you're saying what? That would give you the millimeters. That would give you 120. Yeah. So you're saying 120? 12, yeah, sure. Uh -uh. <laughs> so you're saying your footing is 12 inches for a one-story building? 12 inches wide? Oh, sorry. I thought you said the walls. 
No, width. Well, footings. Footings. The, the footings. I would say it's 10 inches. Your footing is 10 inches? Oh, sorry, the, 24. The <laughs> 20, yeah, at the very yeah, bottom. See, he's sorry, the same sorry. Track. You know what? The walls. very bottom of the footing, 24. Mm. Okay, well, I need to get it in millimeters because I don't have it. So I 24, never converted. I, so that's 240 millimeters. I would, Whoa, you're like pretty close. 260? <laughs> so a single-story supported exterior wall is a minimum width of 250 millimeters. Oh, Ooh, I was close. close. For a single-story. For a two-story structure, it's 350 millimeters. And you know what? This is what I hate about I'm tests. not finished yet. And the <laughs> Third story is 450 millimeters. Okay, one more time. Now, hang please. on a sec. One more time. Please hang start from the beginning. Oh, so, a supported exterior wall, the minimum width of a footing in millimeters for a single story is 250 millimeters. Yep. A double story, two story, is 350. A three story structure is 450. Supporting interior walls is just 50 mils less for a first story, 200 mils. Second story is exactly the same for the exterior story. It's uh, 350. But on a three-story interior supported wall, it jumps up to 500 millimeters as a minimum oh, wow. width. That's big uh, what does it say about the rebar and the width of it? I'm not talking about that. I know, but it has okay. something to play that's with. That's a different like, part. A that's a different section. It. It's the same part, different section. All right. Okay. But that's what I want to share with everybody. So I yeah. thought that was fantastic, Great. No, Great. but you are basically talking about 24 inches, and then it starts growing. So it probably jumps up to like 34 or maybe even 36 inches when it gets to three-story three structure. Story. Yeah. Yeah, so that's we've all big. we've that's all you built footings, yeah, right. You like we've all gone down there, right? So, but it's funny that yeah, it was a third like a curveball with the millimeters. That's all. Yeah, it was. no, I was yeah, I, I was lost matters. like you. I thought he actually thinking, meant the top part, like the the actual thickness. It's of the called wall. a foundation wall. Yeah, I wasn't. Well, yeah, I never mentioned I, foundation wall. I mentioned. I was strip looking. Footings. The problem was is when I was looking over <laughs> at him. I know English and, you can't and see words. The, uh, you can't see this because it's a podcast. And I was looking at his nose, and it confused me with the footing. I didn't say anything. That he heard, and that's why he got confused. We are talking to Jason from at Guest Contracting Inc. on Instagram, and it's guestcontracting.com on the website, yep, yep. and it's guest.contracting at gmail.com, and the phone number is 705, lovely Barry area, 229-7875. And we are talking about being young and being a contractor. And by the way, that was fantastic. That was Building Code Talk with Manny. Thank you very much there, Carly. That was very, very <laughs> interesting and That's good to know yeah you know what i'm gonna start paying attention to him a little bit more i try not to but i'm start gonna have notes. to he's making a fool out of me slowly That's not true. <laughs> we make a fool out of each other uh i want to get back into what what do you want well, i want to ask you something you you did mention that you listened to the podcast yep was there anything that ruffled your feathers about the podcast and you being a younger guy in the industry? Or was there anything that really motivated you about the podcast? So I'll just um, preempt it by we, we had a negative review oh, or a, ra- a negative rating on iTunes. And if you're listening out there, thank you. <laughs> and Carlito just took it, I, I guess, maybe a little personal. And I was like, I don't care. You no, got to take it with a grain of salt. It yes. wasn't personal. It, it was ridiculous. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is all about education and bettering someone and making sure they don't go through the same mistakes that we all went through. I think that's it. You're just trying to help each other out, right? I that's have a, a small pool of uh, guys same age. I don't want to hear about this, okay? Uh, <laughs> no, but we like. I'll call them. Hey, uh, I'm dealing with this problem how do you how do you what do you think what are your ideas on it right so working together collaborating or reaching out to other peers in the field right is that's it you gotta you have to fail you have I'm a big to. fan of you have to fail hopefully it's not catastrophic but you have to make little mistakes learn from them and that's 
it'll stick School with you. Hard nice, I, I, I'm a strong believer that I think every contractor that gets into this business is going to have a catastrophic kind of failure. You, you will. 100%. And you either, you either, okay, it's kind of like, listen, I've had two motorcycle accidents mm -hmm. and I've had friends who had motorcycle accidents and all my friends, as soon as they had their accident, they did not get back on. When I had mine, I couldn't get back on fast enough. So you just yeah, have I'm to decide if you have a failure, you have to decide, am I going to go full frontal on that failure and learn and figure out what happened what? and why and take it and then move forward from it? Or, or are you going to just back up and give up and go somewhere else? I think that's part of being an entrepreneur. That's exactly. And you can't teach that to someone. Either no. you have it, you know, I failed, you lose money, you get frustrated, uh, you do something, you got to rip it apart because you did it wrong or someone forgot something. And cost like, you time, it, cost you money. Right. I look at it now as it's just that it's just a learning curve and, and our mistakes have become smaller over time and it's just pre-planning, pre-planning a lot. I also think the big one is money. Like for example, it's nice when I can pay my guy at the beginning of the week and then pay him next week if I'm not getting paid and then I can pay him another week and I'm like, I'm not worried. Yeah. I got money in the bank and, and that's yeah. really important. A lot of guys live ch paycheck to paycheck or they're juggling another job to carry another job and they never Which catch up. Yeah. You, you shouldn't have to, but do you know why they're living paycheck to paycheck? Yeah. Unorganized. They're not thinking about the future. Well, they're not quoting right. obviously yeah. too. No, and they're, they're not, not finishing thinking, jobs. Okay, properly. How many guys are thinking about 2021 right now? If you're not thinking well, about am, 2021 employee standards, or are you talking like general contract? Just like, your business, just moving forward, trying to figure out. We all know that it's really nice and robust right now. Everybody wants construction. What everybody thought was going to happen didn't happen. We it's all gonna, thought it's going to, it's a ripple effect. It's yeah. Gonna, so yeah. something's going to happen in 2021 and you have to be, and I really respect a lot of the, the trades that reached out to me. A lot of the subs that I've used, a lot of guys that were on the show, mm -hmm. they reached out to me in March. They, and we all started having conversations about what do you think is going to happen and we started paying attention to the world and we started figuring out none of us i don't think there was one single person that could predict the amount of construction that is going on right now there is a lot but we have to figure out what is going to happen in 2021 yeah but i've always known that even in the worst times that's the that's the best times to become a millionaire or become successful most people see you know recessions and depressions as you know, failure, there's no jobs. It's also the, That's the best time to actually become somebody. It's also the best to time to lose everything too. Yeah. You have to be careful. Yeah. You, like we make sure we're smart with our money. So you got to have some money in the bank. You yep. got to build a make payroll, right? You got to make payroll every week, every HST, other week. Um, WSIB. All, all the things people don't see, right? It's really big. I'm actually trying to find an estimator um, right now. And because I do all the estimating quoting and I find it super stressful because it takes up every night. You guys know, yeah. um, I, I come home, I see my kids, they go down and I'm sitting in front of a computer for hours every are, night. Are you Can, using a program? I use QuickBooks. Okay. Um, I make notes when I meet a client, um, I just make a, a bunch of notes and I go back and then I start building the quote, emailing trades, sending pictures off. I make videos when I'm there. Um, and I just start building the yeah, just try to get if, as much if I can tell you uh, from my, my own experience, uh, I had an estimator working with us. I found that he was estimating, but what he wasn't estimating was the quality of work hmm. and the way our guys, myself and the other guys Actually were working. Work. Yep. They were pricing like an insurance company and the numbers, sense. the numbers were constantly screwing up. And I think that if you're going to hire someone, they have to be, on site to understand 
the way you work, the way your guys work. And that's why I would say there's no set price in construction because everyone okay. works differently. So, so here's a question. How do you guys what, like, you know what I do now? Yeah. What do you guys uh, do? And I'm actually now? enjoying it. And I'm actually, I don't know if I'm lucky. I'm actually asking the clients to give me as much information as possible. Can you draw out? Can you sketch something? Can you do something like that? I just, I don't care if it's a scribble. I don't care if it's stick figures or something like that. I want to get a better idea of what you're thinking about. Make them do, do some legwork. It, that's exactly it. Yeah, Cause you're right. Your when you're there, you can take as many notes as you want. You can take as many images as you want. You can take video as you want, and yep. then you can get the drawings and everything like that. But I find that if clients actually start drawing doodling and just saying, this is what I was kind of thinking of, yep. you know, and, and what I find is that they're actually pulling those images that there are stuck in their head from ideas that they've discovered on the web. Well, they're gotcha. getting involved. Okay. That's what, that's what I want. And they appreciate I, that's it what more. I'm doing. So yep. if I get more of that information, then I go back and I start piecing it together. So then I start treating it like a grocery list. No different. You walk into the grocery store and you go into each of the departments. I'm going yep. to every single trade right and I'm going, down. listen, here's the scope. This is what it is. There, here are the potential extras. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so can you give me a price? And then all of a sudden that's that guy. And then I take it to the next trade. I take it to the next that's trade. Exactly Before you yeah. know it, you have your whole dossier. Yep. You have your information. You have your discussions. If you're missing a piece of information here and there, it doesn't hurt to email them back. Go, listen, I'm just working on the final little bits yep. here. I was just thinking about this. Can we consider that? And then they'll give you back maybe another sketch they'll give you back another point form of notes i i try to encourage the client to give me as much of their personal information into it into so the that i can build a very personal quote towards them yep. what the one thing i don't do and i used to do in the beginning was use a generic quote and just modify it for every single job yeah, and i don't it was always a loss can of worms at that point and i didn't like that so now this new system in the last three jobs that i've been doing that's what i've been doing and the clients have been very accommodating for that and i like it. even the last sketch i got i was like going I could even frame this one. This one's actually pretty good. Yep. So that's yep. what I do is I try to get as much information from them to help me build the quote. Yep. 100%. Well, it's about also making them very honest, not not like daydream and, and do fantasy land. Like it has to be realistic, right? And that's every time I go in and I meet a, I meet a client, one of the first things I say, what's your budget? And, and a lot of people don't know. So, and then it's almost not fair. It's like, hey, you've called me. I've come to your house and you want all this work done, but you haven't even sat down to think about what you want to, and, and maybe they're just, they're uneducated. They don't know yet. They're just kind of, but you should at least as a homeowner have a, a rough idea of, okay, you know, we physically have this much money. We can but finance I, I, I think it's our duty though, to actually educate them properly. And right off the bat, and, and I've said it before. Is like or you, not mislead them. Well, yeah. you can't compare yeah, to what you're looking to do to anything that you've seen in TV or magazine or online. 100%. Because well, unless we're copying piece for piece of what you see there, yeah. then I'll give you a price for that. But that's, I've, I have yet to cross that path. No clients asking but, uh, for but exactly. I think, I think the real big one is from both ends, but mostly from the homeowners, they, they seem to want to like play a game where they think they're smarter than you. And what they're only doing is screwing themselves what up. What kind of week have you been by, having? <laughs> by, by not being honest. And it's about being honest about your budget. Mm -hmm. It's about being honest about what you can get done and what mm -hmm. you can't get done. Yeah, timelines. And, and sometimes trying yeah. to manipulate or play games with the contractor, I don't have time for it. I'm not going to become rich off one job. So I'm there to do a, a, a good deed, get the person into the home, give them their wish list yeah. on their budget, and get the fuck out. <laughs> so I, I would just say to that same thing, we're in a nicer term. We're get just, the fuck out? <laughs> no, uh, we're just transparent. Th these are the timelines. This is what it, I, I, I think it'll take. If you're saying, hey, it's going to take, we want it done in two months, and it's clearly a 
you know, a four month project, I'm not going to, Oh sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Cause I'm not going to be the contractor that after two months, they're like, it's not done. And you're like, Oh, well, you know, I, 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 I don't know. It's going to be another two months. So it, I've always, it's worked really well in my business. Be honest. And, and I don't know, I'm, I'm young, I'm 34. So I don't know a lot of things. There's always new products coming out. So I'm constantly, which are scary at the same time. It, it's great, but I'm it's trying not. to keep up. I'm trying, well, I, you're trying to do as much ends. education as possible, right? Well, just so I know, because yes. sometimes clients, you know, are, they know exactly what they want and this is it. And I have never seen this product before. I'm, I, I have no knowledge of it. Right. So I'm going home, Googling it. I'm, I'm checking specs on it, whatever. Right. So it's, well, it's about your system too. Like you build a brand, you build a system. That brand is your system. You know, you have a particular way of building, you know, it's bulletproof. It works for you and your crew. There's no failure. Well, and, and yeah, what I wanted to just say is if it's okay, you know, I think it's a lot of ego gets involved too sometimes yeah. in the sense of like, Oh, I, I'm a general contractor or whatever. I know, I know what I'm doing. Like they just look at you and, and I just go, no, sorry, I, I have no clue. Like, but I will find out for you, whatever that may be, whatever the question is. I used to be afraid of that because I don't want to come off as I'm not, Arrogant. Knowledge, not knowledgeable. Okay. Right. If a client's asked me something, I want to kind of try and be one step ahead of them, but I've learned I can't. I never will be. And it's, oh, that's okay. So it's okay to not know everything about every process. And it's okay to say it. It's okay to express it. And, and, and just be transparent. Just say that. No, sorry. I, I don't know. But let me but, find out. But let me find out. And that's, that's, I'm and just going to get back to you tomorrow. Right? That's it. No, that's the that's best it. way to do it, right? Don't don't right? just say it for the sake of saying it, that, that you're thinking that you're pleasing them. Yep. But I also, I think it's really important that we educate them because the thing is, if you tell them two, three months, you're using your last 17 years of experience to gauge that two, three month window of schedule to 100%. build what you are talking about scope of work here. Clients are not. And I've, I've told this over and over. Most clients that you meet, this is potentially their very first, yeah, maybe their second rental project. And most clients are doing their whole new build as their first, maybe their second. Yep. You're comparing it to a contractor that is maybe doing their 10th, their 20th or, or 100th. Well, yeah. But there's something really listen important. To, listen to the professional is all I'm saying. There, yeah. There's something I really want to say. I never say it. And I, I think it's very important. Man, he's great. Contract <laughs> contractors and homeowners, uh, you know, even though you've hired someone to do it, it's both your, it's it's both of you need to pay attention to the materials you buy. There are codes and dates on products like say Thinset and CGC, like just just mud. Let's just say yeah, mud, okay. mud and Thinset. If you don't pay attention to those dates, and you know if they're expired. You can have a failing product, even though it's an amazing product, it could still fail and cost yeah. you a fortune. And, and if you're a good contractor, you're going to pay attention to those things. Don't just go in and buy something and think you got the right product. You got to look at the, you got to look at the, the, the dates and yeah, and, but, but why though? Cause you could, you could be like the Madame home that I'm demoing right now and they just used PL to put the tile on. No oh way. my God. No, no way. Shower. You know that, you no, know, PL no, no way. Are you serious? The whole, the guys demoed it. It was all PL'd. Everything. Every all the tile? Tiles PL'd. Every tile Can was PL'd. I, do you know why, P, you know where, P, where PL was invented? <laughs> no, I don't. Okay. So NASA invented PL. Oh, yeah. Shit. For the shingles on the space shuttle. So when it enters orbit, it, really? when it burns off, the PL was what allows it to just 
burn off. So, no, I what? swear. Look that it up. Pretty high. Look, pretty high look it up. NASA invented PL. It, what's, well, what's, funny, what's funny about it, I'm not saying it's good at all, and I'm not saying it's right, and it's, it's, a, it's a weird, funny... Um, it's not the right kind no of funny. Way. Yeah, I swear. There's a look guy in a lab technician I want you to Google it up with a caulking gun putting out PL. I'm telling you, PL was invented for NASA. Going to the shuttle. They've got PL Extreme now. Let's you know go. what? It's going to get really it hot out there. It's your homework for tonight, okay? It's your homework for tonight. I've never, I'm, I'm going to look that up, but I, do I don't it. know. I have a hard time doing that. Anyways, what I found funny was that they're putting down tiles with PL. <laughs> No, Honestly, so a Manami home, they're using PL to adhere tiles 110%, in a shower. We just demoed it. it I, I don't. I would never think to do that, that. The house is probably under 15 years. Did he run it, out of mastic? The whole, no, the whole, the whole, all, the whole wow. thing. The whole thing was done out of PL. That's a lot. That's actually kind of expensive. If that's you, more expensive well, yeah. than Thinset. Oh, 100%. <laughs> that's what I mean. <laughs> 10 times as strong. But I'll tell you something. And, and again, this is my personal, this is my personal belief and, and what I've experienced. Yeah. But any of my friends that have bought Madame Homes, we could basically bounce in their living room it's, like a trampoline. And, and I'm not here to, to knock. I am. I mean, I'm not here to knock anybody. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, you know. You if gotta, you're building a house, you can bounce well, in. I am. It's, it's funny, right? Because you get the client, and you're like, "Can you come here for a second? I want to show you something." And then, and they're like, "Oh, they don't even, they don't know, right? The tiles on the wall, it's fine. It's, it's aesthetics, right?" And I love the podcast I just listened to with uh, Linda. Oh yeah, aging in place. Yeah, and yeah. and that started me making me think. 100. Um, it off topic here, but functionality over appearance, right? Everyone wants the beautiful look. But meanwhile, it doesn't work. That bathroom didn't work. Well, it did. So how did, how hard was it to take the tile off? The guys ended up. They had to take the like, not the tile. They took the drywall. They took. They had to. They had to. <laughs> wow. I've never heard of redone. that, man. Like I, that's. I, I, it's the first time I've seen that. And I've I'm sure you know, like this brought this podcast is brought to you by Madabi, by the way. Um, <laughs> I'm sure that they would I don't probably think so. they would just say, well, that's the sub that we hired, and 100%. that's what they chose to do but use. And it, it just it just speaks to. Uh, quality in the industry like production houses stuff like that right so yeah it probably was a sub he was i don't know he's getting paid x amount of dollars or he per, had a box full of pl and, and he said like, screw it, i don't have any do thin set let's do this right i'm getting paid x amount i gotta get this done today screw it right it, it just goes to show so i gotta do i gotta do an image of of a hawking trial on a car and then i gotta do an image of me caulking tile in a shower I think no, it's take on the off. back of a car. <laughs> <laughs> You're tiling the car. Make tiling it, the car. Make it look like the shuttle entering <laughs> orbit. <laughs> it won't burn off. <laughs> you know what? Speaking of which, Jason, what yes. tool brand are you? Oh, uh, dum, 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 uh, dum. Uh, <laughs> Makita. I'm yeah. Like, really? Huge. I would. Uh, you know what? You'd be in Scotland. Yeah. 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 Um, it just happened to be my first. Uh, uh, it was the white version. Uh, Impact. Uh, drill yep. set, uh, yep. Home Depot. My wife has the same right? one. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I like the black one. You know what it is? Because I, I, I've listened to this. You guys argue about the drills. You know what? It, it's the battery platform. I have uh, 45 But everybody's talking about batteries. Waki's battery platform being the best one. No, right? but I'm so invested in Makita. Like Already. I have, I have 45 Makita batteries. So wow. I've, I've got Holy crap. So much, and then and then Dewalt. I'm, I'm not. You put that in your Tesla truck? <laughs> no, they go in the trailer. They go in the trailer. But it, it, it just that happened to be the first one I bought, and I stuck with it. And then uh, I'm just a big. And why'd you become of, a Makita guy? Like, what um, was it that drew you the, to them? The quality. I it, I love the quality. I still do. I'm a huge Makita guy. I actually 
I have, you know, when you buy a new tool, they have the poster of all the Makita tools. Yeah. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I actually have one in my shop and I tick mm. off, like I tick <laughs> off how many cool <laughs> like Makita tools I have. And then like, I cross them like off. Like I have that one. I, I, I have, you should get your your con your logo your as a sticker and just put it right on each you, one. You know what? Just well, I do. I do. Oh, all, really? all my tools are logoed. Oh if really? You, oh, everything is logoed. Oh, I've everything. been looking. I've been looking at my tools lately, and I'm seeing a lot more of Makita. You know what? I love them. Um, I'm. I like Dewalt. I don't have a lot of red. Uh, you don't have a lot of Milwaukee, eh? Uh, I don't. You uh, mean Hilti? Uh, Hilti? I have, I have one. I got a <laughs> no. I, the, no, no Hilti. Um, there's no reason for it. <laughs> Actually, this, this is really confusing for me. I went to a job site the other day. I'm usually the only guy that has like healthy everything. Yeah. So I have no problems with anyone stealing my batteries. I have no problems with anyone no picking up it. my tools because no one's got can't, it really. They can't afford it. Well, the guys, that, <laughs> the, my, my, my circle, they do, but I don't socialize with those guys on the job site. So I don't, but so I'm working with a guy that has all healthy okay, okay. and I keep grabbing his and I'm like getting angry and I'm like, damn it. I have to change my tools. <laughs> I, I had a lot of batteries, but then all of a sudden someone goes into my van and they're like, Hey, this is like a store. I go, <laughs> and then all of a sudden I find my tools with my engraving on it. In their van, Ooh. I'm like, how did that happen there? That's uh, the kind of guy you don't want to talk no, to again. No, no, it's all like done in fun. It's uh, all done in oh, fun. Oh, like they're playing with you? Yeah, or? it's oh, all done okay. in fun, okay. right? But yeah, no, it just that. 45 just, batteries. You think you have a problem? <laughs> I mean, they, they're launching batteries new, anonymous. That, like honestly, that's like a real waste of batteries. I had 36. <laughs> I had 36 Dewalt batteries. I gave away like 20 of them. Well, that's a real. You know waste what I did for, for my new my new guys that uh, just start. I actually give them. I'm like, here's an impact. Here's a drill. Here's You're a giving them a Makita? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Here, here's a sawzall. Is, you know what? I, all of a sudden, I'm hearing, and I'm your pusher. <laughs> I'm your pusher. <laughs> it's just iced tea, yeah, baby. They don't have. You know, they're just getting into it, so they don't have anything. So I, I, I strongly believe that there's an not? influence somewhere at some point, and generally in the beginning, that someone kind of nudges you towards a place. And I don't care what all the cool yeah, kids online matter. are saying that the, the Milwaukee's are better, that the Waltz are better, or Bosch are better, or Hilti or whatever. You have a brand. You We're having what? fun. We're having yeah. when you see it, us bickering back and forth, it's all fun. And that's it. And you know what? It, I um, I'm good friends with uh, the C, the regional sales rep from Makita. And oh, it, can it, I have? Can I be introduced? Tim. His name's Tim. <laughs> uh, he's just a great guy. Hi, Tim. Come on down to the podcast so, anytime you want. Yeah. So like, you know, same same thing. I don't know. We, like we get to demo new tools for free. Oh, you know, I like I, to demo I'm not, them. I'm not sponsored. <laughs> um, you know, none of that bullshit. It's just uh, I. Hey, do you have this? Yeah, come, come try it out. Well, so they, try it out. I don't no? think Makita sponsors anyone. No, and I, I trust me, I would try. Yeah, I would. <laughs> they, I would be they, they're up. just like not interested in, in you. Anyone? <laughs> no, anyone. Yeah, that's no. just how Makita. But plays you know what? Hey, that's like a good secret. You tell one person, but, it doesn't go but you anywhere. know what I do love about Makita is when you travel and you come across construction sites, you get to see the toys that will never see North America. Makita comes up with some very, very really cool, cool toys. Yeah, that's yeah. that are outside in Europe, in Asia, and everything like that. You're like, why can't you bring it to here? You, you know what's funny too? And talking about tools, I hate uh, when I'm on Instagram now and certain mainstream construction people, and it's oh, you can tell Milwaukee has sent you a whole bundle to your house because <laughs> you have all the new. Mil and I'm so sick and tired of seeing like, and and they're like reading the box of how it works right yeah. oh i just got this new uh, milwaukee compressor yeah, it's amazing cordless, it's right? amazing it's, it's the best it's and the they best. it's the quietest and they turn out on and you're like what <laughs> like shut up like 
But last week, the Waltz compressor was the best. Right? It's just, it's just funny. I it's know. just a funny. I know. We, we all see right and through it. Hilti doesn't have a compressor. <laughs> Hilti, Hilti doesn't have a lot I'm, I'm, of tools. I'm nudging them. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. It's time to catch up. Hey, Listen, hey. I'm a Bosch guy. I've always been a Bosch guy. Yep. I love Bosch. I, I just, I, I have no loyalty. I respect no loyalty. Makita. Makita's got yep. great tools. Honestly, even, even Milwaukee. I have no loyalty. Milwaukee's got great tools. And the Walt. It's I, whatever you like, whatever feels good in your hand, yeah. whatever does the, whatever the best job. works for you. You, you know 100%. what? I, I, w- I was looking, I was at the wood show and I was going back and forth, back and forth. And there was some things that I like, I really want to go Makita. And mm-hmm. there was only like the jigsaw, the worm drive cordless. Like there was only mm-hmm. a couple things that really, you know, grabbed my eye and I bought liked. those. Yep. And then I went to DeWalt and I bought the grinder and then, you know, like, well, I don't and, have any loyalty, man. Yeah. Well, and price point too, right? That's a big thing. Yeah. Price but that goes back to, are you making money off of them? What I, what I do like about all the online presence and everybody and all the awareness, I do like that North America is actually being seen as a justifiable player in the tool sector yep. because there's been a lot of tool brands that just stayed in Europe and just stayed yep. in Asia. And now they're actually making the way it's great to see Metabo back here. Yep. Fine has been growing, you know, really yep. well, but it was always stuck over there yep. and Makita's line has been growing up. So yep. like the thing is a lot of stuff that wasn't available is now, now coming. That's tool. That's tool. I just started getting some items. They're great. And they're great. Yeah. yeah. For, for mainly for the dust collection and stuff like that. So, which it, is great for all of us. And, uh, and we all got to pay attention to that because we all want to be old and breathing. Well, right. Yeah, it's all part of the game, right? Oh, so it, 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 uh, listen, when it comes to collecting dust and having vacuums to, to your tools, you're brilliant yeah. if you're doing it. I don't care how much time it takes yeah. to set up, it's totally worth it. Well, and I think the main thing is, uh, you know what I like to see too? You don't have to have all the new flashy stuff. It's cool when you see someone just taking like an old skill saw or a hand chisel or something and they can do a better job than you. Then you're like, shit, right? Because, and it's the same thing. We live in a, a world of sh- social media is huge, right? So you're, yeah, I have to have this, I have to have that. Um, it doesn't matter. If you're a craftsman, then that's what matters, right? So that's what's kind of cool. Well, it's interesting. You, you said something to me and I want to talk to you about it before I forget. You have a trailer. Yes. You decide not to do a van. You decide not to like. So, so, and, and, and honestly, I, I wouldn't buy a new truck. I thought about, I would love a Ford transit van. Exact same thing as you, just cheaper. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I have two kids. The European model has, um, that, that third row seating behind it. Or See, not third row, yeah, they row do. Seating. The problem with the vans, and I totally agree with you. The problem with the vans is that you are going to get a personal vehicle. So you're going to drive two vehicles now. Right. Cause I only drive the van just for work. Just for work. Yeah. To be honest, I'm not at that point yet yeah, in the it, business. It's, it's, but you can with a trailer. I have I have like four yeah. trailers, five four. trailers. Ooh. It's nice because well, you know what? There's no reason to have five trailers. It is. How many it horses? Is. So you got? I have I have one gooseneck no, and all oh my, my tile equipments in it, all my concrete equipments in just, it. You set it up just yeah. for certain jobs. Then, Are you using all of them? I, yes, all of them every single week. Yeah, pretty much. Has it been six months since you've used any one of them? Like driving the trailers? Yeah. I haven't had to. That's the, the, the thank God. One of my, my, one of my friends is very close to the city. My, my point is that we had... Who, no, I use, the tra- I use the trailers almost every second or third if day. If you're not using okay. something what, for six what months, I'm not get doing, rid of it. What I'm not doing <laughs> is I'm not driving the trailer around because I have a great location. I get to load my van and unload my van. From it. So okay. it's at a very... It, I don't have to get a storage. Five I don't trailers? have to bring my tools home. Five trailers? Yeah. Well, let me, let me get to it. So then I have a really huge one that has... Uh, it's a 40 footer and 40. yeah. 
and it's a it holds container. all my painting equipment. The house I'm working on it right now is only twenty carpen- feet wide. It has all my carpenter and cleaning equipment in it. So like anything I need for my like, and then I have That's my a big trailer. To yeah. Just have- so what do you do? Do you hook up your trailer to the trailer to the trailer no, to no, the trailer no. to the trailer to, to the I, pickup truck? I like goosenecks. <laughs> I put it to my four fifty. I put it on the gooseneck, and I could take it anywhere I want. So what I found. So what I found in my age. You're not working being, in the city then. No, no. I am. <laughs> I totally am. Totally am. Um, <laughs> With five trailers hooked up to your truck. No, not not with five. You can't. You know, you can't do that. <laughs> but what I'm, what I'm saying is that I've spent so much money in storage. So I found myself spending almost eight hundred dollars a month in a oh, wow. in a fifty foot fifty foot. Have you storage. ever thought, Jason, that you need five trailers to store all your tools? Like I've got a van and I got a garage, and that's more than enough space yeah, for so me to put all my tools. I'm lucky enough. I have a shop at home. You're not forty eight yet, and you know what? You're the kind of guy you're buying tools. Jason, don't and collect. Is, don't collect like him. This don't is what's like this is what it's leading to is that if I make a jig or I make a stand for my doors to router, I'll keep that. And that makes a place no. for itself. So it's I, not, I, I, it's I, might keep, it. I might keep like one or two of those. It's not worth I, it. I try not to go crazy. Get rid of it. But, I just but, find that I'm using it all the time. If I'm using it all the time, we'll make something like Six permanent months. and keep it. But no, I have one enclosed trailer uh, and I have a dump trailer. Yeah, so I, I have a large landscaping dump trailer also. And I got a triaxle trailer. We so have I a can... tilt and low too, actually. Nice. <laughs> I got a van, a car, and a bike. That's, that's what all I got. You need. That's, that's all, all you need. I need. No, you don't. You need more. No, you do not need that. <laughs> and a garage. <laughs> it is time for Carlito's Green Book. Ooh. Uh, I went online, and you know what? I'm really getting sick of this Green Book. Did you talk. trip when it's, you were online? It's really important. And I, did you fall off the line when you went online? No, I, I didn't fall what, off. Did your, the wire was tight? Here what? he goes again. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, anyways, uh, you know the game? You're you're gonna find out what the uh, first offense costs. Yeah. The, 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 so an inspector shows up on your job site, and there's an infraction. And what do you think he's gonna charge you on the first offense? So, okay. employer failing to ensure that empo- incompetent worker is trained. So. So you have a competent worker. Yeah. Well, you have a competent worker, but he has to be trained. Like he has to be trained. And he's you not have trained. To, and you have to have that paperwork. So like you have guys working for you. They need the WSIB. They need their WMIS. They need their fall arrest. They yes. need their propane if they're dealing with propane. These are all licenses. criterias of, you know, so a professional construction 550. company. <laughs> Five, yeah, he, he looked at my paper. <laughs> no, um, he doesn't know yet. He just says five fifty all the time. I want to say two fifty. First I'm, offense I'm is five fifty. <laughs> and you know, and you know what? You know what? It, it's nothing board. to beat. It's nothing to beat yourself about. Uh, I make jokes with people all the time. And I say, "Yeah, wrong. You suck." That's a lot. But you know what? It, it's crazy to 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 think that one mm. one moment where you it's like it's like going fishing. You know, you need a license for fishing, okay. but you go yeah. fishing. And you don't think you're going to get caught. And then caught. the fishing, uh, What's the, the fine for conservation that? comes over. And $5.50. you could have paid $30 for your license. Instead, you're paying $130 now. And you could have paid all your <laughs> and friends then And then you got to licenses. pay your license on top of that. Yeah. So what and I'm saying. And that was Carlito's Green Book. Uh, he wants me to get over and done with you. <laughs> you got $5.50, buddy. Cash credit or We are talking to Jason from at Guest Contracting Inc. on Instagram. Guestcontracting.com online guest.contracting at gmail.com to hire him next. And his phone number is 705-229-7875, the lovely Barry area. 
I know a few people from Barrie. Hang yeah. on. Beautiful. You, you always keep cutting me off. Okay? I, I'm not cutting you <laughs> off. I, you're a trailer guy. And I want to finish this conversation. Wow. Because I think the trailers. Yeah. I think this is really yes. important. Okay. I think it's really intelligent that you did this because you know what? It took me years to figure out that once you load that trailer up and it has its spot, <laughs> has everything. You're saving money. You're not paying for rent anymore. And well, it's easy to move around. See, but I don't have to. I have a shop at home, so I don't have to pay for rent. Well, you how do you have a shop? Like another garage or something? Um, or, well, or a separate like it's a pull barn. Oh. Yeah, so I can pull the truck in, pull the trailer in, oh leave it. Oh, my God, you got it's it awesome. made. I'm, I'm, we live on a farm. We, we rent from my brother-in-law, big chicken farmer. So we're on a couple hundred acres. Wow. So I'm, I've just hit jackpot on that one. Yeah. I just got lucky. That's all it is. How's the wife like you bringing work home? Doesn't care. Doesn't mind. Good woman. It's, she knows. It pays the bills. So, you know, it, yeah. it is what it is, right? It's Good for you. Let's talk about some of the earlier things that you noticed that other contractors mistake-wise were doing Ooh. that you didn't want to do going forward. Because a lot of guys younger, when they get started, they pay attention to those. Mm -hmm. They look at how other guys, whether they're older or the same age, how they're running their ship. Being and, involved. Really? Is a big, uh, I know uh, I work for a lot of contractors. They'd show up, you'd show up at the shop in the morning. Uh, you'd get a scope of work or you'd go meet on site. They'd be there for five minutes. I need to do this, 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 this. They're gone. There's, That's it. The day's done. Like you don't see them till the next day. You might not see them for a couple of days. That's not right. Where I, you know, you can call them. Um, but you're kind of like taking their time. Right. And that's how it felt. Right. So now I'm with my guys. I'm, I got my tool belt on, I'm working. Yeah. I have to be in the office sometimes making calls, whatever, but I still, I love, that's what I love. I don't like doing the paperwork. I'm a carpenter. Well, like you lead by example too. Well, it's yeah, it's just fun. Right. And then, and then you can teach, I can teach the younger guys and then it's just, it's just fun. That's what I want to do. That's the whole part. Right. If you're not having fun anymore, then why are you doing it? Then, then you've just lost the, you know, that love and feeling. feeling. <laughs> um, if you're not having fun anymore, <laughs> it's just because you just lost the interest in doing it. I, I think that's just. And it. if you have lost it and it's gone for good, then move on. And and just coming back to your question, I think it's that was a big thing that I noticed. Contractors showing up, they're gone. They don't. I didn't see them interacting with yeah. clients. So now, uh, when I bring one of my youngest guys right now, I bring him. I, he came with me and did a big quote the other day. Like I brought him to the How clients. How old is he? 23, 24. Wow. That's and a I, huge experience for him. I just threw him in. I said, Jesse, here's a notepad. Just follow my lead. You can help me. And he like, he, he sketched out the whole floor layout, took all the measurements and that saved me time. That saved me probably like 45 minutes and he got to experience I it. think that would have taken you five. <laughs> it well, took him 45. But he well, had three experience. No, but it was like three levels. He had to like draw it all out, measure it all. Did he miss anything? No, it was wicked. It was great. So, you know what I mean? And, and I never got to see that side of contracting. I never got to see the financial side. I don't, you know, I don't think unless I don't show you everything, because if you want to see everything, become a con, like do your own thing. There's no secrets. Like with my guys, I try and help them if they have questions. You know, it's not like oh, I'm the I'm the boss. You don't need to know that. Yeah. It, that's it's a like we're a team. We're trying trying to do a team. Yeah. Be careful about that. It bites you in the ass, man. <laughs> I've I've shared a lot with guys too, and they get envious and they think you're like they don't realize what the numbers really mean. 
It's and really simple. This is how I look at it because I've had a lot of guys work for well, me, with yeah, me, I whatever. Say, I don't, I don't, I don't, not like, hey, this is what I'm making on this quote. Like, I don't show them. No, that no, kind you, of stuff, you show them a little bit, but the thing is, you should uh, show them the losses. I, I know that Carlito's a little paranoid about, okay, so, and a lot of contractors are like, well, if I teach him everything, then he's going to take it. off and set up his own shop. Oh, I don't care. But that's what I want you to do. I want you to take off and, you, and show up and build your own shop. But the thing is, what I don't want you to do is copy me. Step by step, you need to you, figure out your, your own, own path, your own system, yep. everything. You need to yep. figure out. What I get disappointed about is that when you do copy every little detail, that's a disappointment because then what I've taught you, you didn't take it forward. You got to create your own. You got to make something your yes. own, right? You have to. So, and that's what I keep on going back to. That there's no, there's no two of you out there. There's definitely no two of him out there. Thanks. <laughs> there is. There's a, there. Somewhere. Sometimes I, I see some goat videos and I'm thinking. Or yeah, yeah. Yeah. Porn? What was his name? <laughs> but I mean, everybody's individual. Everybody's 100%. unique. So then everybody's in, we're all in the same industry, yep. but we can all make it unique. Yep. I have no problem sharing everything. Take the information. Ask me all the questions. Ask me as many questions yep. as you want. Put your own spin on it. You ask me personal questions, I won't fucking answer you. That's just the bottom line. You ask me yep. about construction, I will tell you everything about construction. Yep. But take it and make it your own. Yep, you have That's to. That's it. And and if you know Manny in the, for the future of any kind of uh, giveaways we're doing, one of the things you'll say is, I don't want to know that. <laughs> That's too much information. Too, yeah. too much personal information. What are some of the mistakes, Jason, that you made early on? Let's Without see. going uh, ballistic. Probably something like misquoting. That's a big one. Yeah. Getting excited to get on a job, missing things, missing little things, uh, missing big things. And then you send it out, they accept it, you start the job, and you're like, oh, shit. I and just... you can't go back to them. Uh, it doesn't look good if you go yeah. back to them. So, and you just eat the cost. Yeah. So, you know, um, or that's one, or you do something. Uh, I'm just trying to think. Uh, like, I don't know, you cut something too short, like a really expensive, I don't know, fuck, something. Yeah, like, and, like, a, 50, like a steel beam. $50 tile. Like a steel beam or something you're yeah. putting in, and you cut it just, I don't know. You mismeasure it, it's and, short. And, and, and boom, now you got to get a new piece of steel, right? Little mistakes bite you. So I, I'm, and I'm still learning, slow down, slow down. Enjoy that process of trying to figure it all out and try and find the little mistakes. And then I'm trying now to, a good friend of mine, he's a general contractor. Sometimes I'll be like, hey, can you just look this over for me? And he'll do the same thing. Yeah, a fresh pair of eyes right? doesn't hurt, man. And be like, hey, you, did you think of this, this, this? And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, totally. I, I totally missed it. Because I'm not perfect, right? I'm still... You yeah. know, what I've loved about the podcast is I found myself in a couple of scenarios. Like one time I had a problem with a threshold at a door and I called Joe up and he does doors all the time. And he picked up the phone and he answered my question a second. Uh, sometimes I'll call Manny up and I'll say, hey, Manny, I'm running into this scenario. What is the code for that? And yep. he'll go, you know what? He could have someone standing beside him. He'll ask them. And all of a sudden, Boom, like you, you create this circle of friends and yep. it can work. Yep. It really can if everyone has the same respect for each other. I, I'd have to totally agree. Uh, all the trades, usually we have two tradesmen people uh, per trade. So two Sparkies you know, two drywallers, everything. Competition. So, and yeah. same thing. Uh, it's good for quoting. It keeps things competitive. And I can say, Hey, I got a quote from so-and-so you're X amount. Like what's, and they're the same thing. Like, so what's going on here? And they're like, Oh no, we'll match it or whatever. Right. Or this is what it is and why. Right. Exactly. Something Dude, that then, they caught that the other guy didn't. And then the big thing too, it, it, it just to see basically what you guys just said is surround yourself with good people. Uh, yep. I have a draftsman. Uh, he knows the code or he, he's got a code book. So I call him if I have any questions. 
hey, John, I need this. Uh, what's the specs on this? Yeah, I'll give you a call back. And he calls me back like instantly, um, does all our drawings, all that stuff. So once you have that, that circle of good tradespeople around you. And what you, company is that? Grace Tech. Uh, they're out of uh, out in Horseshoe. So, so where is most of your work? Uh, Simcoe County, Muskoka area. So okay. we don't... Uh, when I was union framing, we, we came in the city, but, uh, no, all our, uh, general contracting, a lot stuff. of cottages and stuff like that. No, a lot of like houses, a lot of just commercial. Like, well, there's more uh, homes no, being lot, built up there of, now yeah, than there's like cottages, crazy. right? Retirement, going back to living in place. Like that. Yeah. These are great areas to, to, I would just love live. to get into the cottage country yeah. more, that kind of stuff. But, uh, no, it's more just residential where you've done some light commercial stuff, but nothing, nothing crazy. It's you, funny. You actually said sparkies. And yep. that definitely is a telltale that you're English, right? That's sparky. <laughs> it's funny is that whenever I tell an electrician here that's actually American or Canadian, I say sparky. They're like, huh? What they think it's huh? a dog. Come here, sparky. See, I just thought all, I thought all electricians. <laughs> no, that, that's that's a whole film term. It's an oh. old school term, right? Oh. So that's what anybody with wired is, is sparky, right? Which I like. I respect. That. I didn't know that. Yeah. So you knew you were coming on here. Yes. What was something you wanted to share? on this podcast, like you knowing you're coming on here, you have to have a message. You have to have something you want to say. What was it that you really wanted to say coming on here? I would just say if you're, um, I don't know if you're in your twenties, you're in your thirties and you want to start a contracting company, go for it. Don't be afraid. You're going to fail and know you're going to fail and just get back up. Just keep trying, reach out to other people on Instagram. Like I've reached out to Manny. Carlito, I haven't met you just until today, but you know, but I will though. I have no, don't be afraid to ask questions. That's yep. the biggest thing. They might be stupid questions. Like how much will it cost for my van to get painted? <laughs> that's that a would be question. a stupid question yeah. <laughs> and give them a stupid answer. But that's just it. Don't be afraid to ask and, and try new experiences. I'm not gonna lie. I was super nervous to come down here. I've never done a podcast. I've never met you guys in person before. If you just do it, just, just go and do it. Don't uh, be afraid. It just uh, stretch you, yourself. You now, never know. You never it, know. Before the podcast and the, after the podcast, aren't they always the more fun parts? <laughs> they're they're the, the X-rated versions. Um, this one's been civil. What's wrong? Yeah, with until you, the mic got on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's that's it. You just don't be afraid because um, that's how you learn and that's where you grow the most. Yeah. What, what are some of the things that you're planning without divulging? Because I, I know yep. it's always good to come up with your plan, 5, 10, 15, whatever. But what are some of the things that you're thinking about down the line? Um, big thing is just vision. I know that's pretty generic, but where do I see the company in 5, 10 years? A clear vision. Have a clear and vision. And write it down. Yes. Have a, like a statement. What do you stand for? So I came up with pride and quality. I know it sounds super generic, but that's but it. I bet I you you got have... a statement behind those two words. I bet you, you got a definition. You've got a yeah. You have to find something you can stand behind. So it's just it's just that, and then and then find and then physically see. You know, financially, where do I want to be at in five years? What does the company? What does it look like? How many employees? I just got a part time admin person now, taking care of phone calls, stuff like that. So little steps, right? Like that. Um, Sounds like you're doing really well, man. Just implementing it. It's important to do that because I've told people, and I'm doing it right myself too, is that I have a weekly report. I actually pay attention to what money's gone out, what money's come in. Yep. I'm looking at it and I actually want to know it on Friday. I want to know it. What's so then I start the next week and I already know where I'm at financially speaking on whatever job I'm on. Well, it's That's interesting you say that because it's like saving money. If you're saving money, you, it's crazy after you get past the first couple thousand, how fast those thousands grow. 
And if you're paying attention to them, they start growing more and more and it, more. It, it does. It does. Yeah. And, and, and your, the phone starts ringing and you start making more connections and you get more jobs. And then like how we were talking, um, you're at a point where you're bursting, but then you almost have to dial it back. Right? Yeah. You don't want to grow too big, too fast. And more quality you know, still. And I'm always like, what the hell is that? Like, what is that? You want to grow I just right. Wanna, you know, I keep getting jobs. I'll just keep hiring guys. And then, but then, you know, it's like, no, no, because then your productivity suffers, your quality suffers. And then, and then you go, well, shit, what am I doing this for? When you get guys slacking, right? It's not fun. I'd rather have a small tight knit crew. I don't know. Family. Maybe grow to six to eight guys or something. Maybe that's even too big. And then, yeah, maybe I can have some more family time. I can take, you know, every other Friday off or something. I don't know. But I think you should also spend the time and effort to treat every single potential client that you meet as if that's your most important job ever. doesn't matter if it's small, You know what's funny? You, say, you just said that because I might've heard that on a podcast and I treat that when I'm on the phone. It's like, you're my only, you're my only client. You treat it that way. When I'm with you in person, I'm not looking at my watch. I'm not looking at my phone. I put my phone away. I'm making eye contact. You're important to me. You, you're number one. Yes, I have five, six other jobs on the go, you have to feel trusted. You have to feel, you know what I mean? Invested in them. Another real important part to what you guys are saying is I found that out of 10 people, you don't know which one of those 10 is going to be a a lifetime customer. Like you really just don't know. And, and sometimes the people that promise you like, Hey man, I'll give you like two or three jobs from here. They're not the ones that pull off, but the ones that don't say anything and they wait to see how their house goes. They end up and giving their brother, their sister, their uncle, 100%. their grandmother. And all of a sudden you're doing the whole family. And then you're so busy with their family that yep. you're exploding. Yep. You know? That's right. 100%. Hey, man. Uh, <laughs> Amen. <laughs> no, it, it's just that. It, or I, in your case, yeehaw. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think the thing too is like, uh, you know, you know, when you get a small job, right? Like, I don't know what it is, like a single bathroom or something, right? And you're like, oh, this isn't even worth my time. You might think, I don't care. I'll do it. It could be even smaller than that because you never know where that's going to lead. And that person still needs that job done. And if I can kind of, I don't know, shelter them from all the hacks out there, then I'll take the job, do it. Cause I don't care if it's small, if I'm not making as much as I want to make, it's like another one in the books, so to speak. Do you do this? Cause I do this all the time. When you do get the job and everything goes perfectly smooth and you're getting along well with the client, do you actually try to have a candid conversation with them and in and around about way, ask them, why did you hire me and get that answer from them? A recent one, which was really funny, I thought, which was the bunky build that we're just, oh, yeah. we still yeah, have yeah. like a few little details to take care of. Yep. They came up to me and they said, we actually had three other builders come and look and quote this. And all three builders said, why do you want to bother building this modular structure when I could just build you a standard framing structure for probably less? Trying to change your mind. Exactly. And I said to them, I was going, that's one thought that never crossed my mind when I spoke with you guys, met with you guys, saw the drawings. I was hungry to build this modular because I was curious about it myself. And I was just fascinated that out of four builders, three said they wanted to change their mind. One said, let's go. I'm ready to go. And and there you go. You listened to them. Yeah. They weren't listening. They said, well, I don't, 
they probably like, oh, I've never built that before. So I'm cool. going to build something that I'm comfortable with that I know. That's exactly it was yeah, my first one. So I, you got to take a chance on somebody. But yeah. let's be realistic. The drawings were already done. There's no going back. Oh, it's not that easy, well, no, buddy. It's no. not that easy. You no, know, no, you no. can't just, if I look at someone with drawings, I, think I know it, they're pretty I, serious. I think it's easy and yes. I think it's naive of other builders to think, well, forget about that. Let's just go this way. Yeah, let's and just blow that 10 grand. And that's why I get a little bit of resistance and then I'm known as the bad manny on site where all of a sudden yeah. I get guys who want to do it the exact same way. Like, for example, recently a plumber said, where do you want the toilet supplies? I go, where are the specs on the toilet? I go, we never look at the specs. I go, no, every toilet brand has a spec location for a toilet supply. It's like every microwave. So look it up. And then they were like, well, this doesn't make any sense. That's normally where I don't put it. I go, I don't care where you don't put it. I care about what the manufacturer (laughs) says. So pull up the specs and put it those crosshairs. Yeah, it should be hidden. Simple as that. But now I'm the bad manny. You know what I mean? No, no, you're not not the bad manny. No, it's just someone, they're lazy. That's, they, they don't. Thank you very much because it. it's just <laughs> it was a nice little joke today, but I won't share yeah. it. No, no, no. He, he was sharing it with <laughs> right? me like three times today, and I was like, I was like, you know, who's the plumbing company? Because I never want to use them. Yeah. Well, it's like so it's like that, when you're a dad, right? And you're like, uh, I don't know, you get like a, a kit, or like a swing set or something. You're like, oh, you get the instructions, you throw them out. You're like, fuck it, I'll do, I can do this. And then 15 minutes later, you're like, back where, at the where instructions. Are those instructions? <laughs> yeah, it's better just or you know, it sounds like. Um, Okay, Manny, clean your room. Oh, no, I don't want to. Manny, clean your room. You say a couple times, like, what didn't he get? Right? It's really simple. He was complaining about the plywood being in the way. So Is the ply- it lazy? Hang on a sec. So the plywood was structure, and he was complaining about it being in the way, and I just wanted to really say, in the way of what? Your laziness? <laughs> just, see, and that's the thing. I think you know you get guys that don't they don't want to think out of the box. They just that's want to do. And they I want don't. To come in, I do don't thing, get along it. with. Guys I know, like but that. wouldn't it have been impressive, but from him to just get a hole saw, think, drill a hole, think, run it through, and say, "Manny, think. are you happy with this?" Yeah. Actually, thank you very much. I'm huh. very happy with it. Thank you for not irritating me today. <laughs> that's thanks how about, or how about this thanks for doing your fucking job oh my god man i don't talk to my trades like that uh, carlito well, does but, and that's why he goes from 30 to 2 and then starts all over again <laughs> actually um i i don't uh, i don't really want to have employees i only want to have one person working with me and have them as the repair guy or the finishing after my trades have yep. gone through because sometimes giving them a call back and never gets done. So, you know, I, I price accordingly and I'd rather go in after my trade. So what I'm leading to is if I had an employee, uh, I would like to teach them everything and anything they need to know. And I want them to go on their own so I can use them in the future and sub out to them. So, so, okay. So you have one employee right now? Uh, it bounces back and forth. Yeah. Okay. Manny. None. All subs. Really? Eh? All subs because I had a long, long, long conversation with my accountant. Oh, really? It is a lot easier to run a business, I think, personally speaking, to have subs. And if you do get resistance one day or something like that and someone's got to go, it's a lot easier to not have them come back in. right? Yeah, but it's hard chasing people to to get things done. I don't find that. For some weird reason, I have yet to have any of my subs not make me a priority. Maybe it's because I treat them a certain way on site. Maybe it's because I kind of organized or I get compliments. I met recently like new guys and they met me and, and within a half hour speaking to me and they're just paying attention to me. They came up to me and complimented me on how I basically present myself on site. Mm-hmm. I'm not cocky. I'm not an asshole, but I know what? everybody's job. Are you sure? Yes. Positive. <laughs> it was a great moment and I Confident. was absorbing it. Was, but that's what I knew. That's my the shit. New word. 
this, these are strangers and they, they, they knew that I knew my shit by the way I was speaking to other trades and also how, the way I was speaking to the, the, the client. Yep. So I just, I like sub trades because then they run their own ship well, and they come in. Yeah. Well, and, and from experience with Manny, like I'm only, I can, like, I can't speak for you, but from yep. Manny, yep. um, I had hit a rut in my business at one point and I had lost that loving feeling for the business. Okay. And, uh, no, and it's like, serious. And, it and happens, you got, man. You got rid of people. You it, got, like you laid off. You, you like, get a bad taste for this in business. You get bad taste for the customers. You get bad taste for the industry. You get bad taste for your trades. And you could be in a bad place. I ended up working with Manny, and he refreshed me. You know, early starts, focus I was say, on you got work. A bad taste in your mouth? Yeah, not that kind of taste. It makes me sound like I'm a douche. <laughs> no, no, no. But what I, what I did pick up from him. I'm not and, feeling very fresh, and, mom. And this is his character is that. He expects you 15 minutes before you start. Yeah, 100%. And when you start, you start. When when it's talk time and cell phone time, every, it's everybody's time. Everybody's on break together. And Everyone yep. could talk. No more track pants and no more shorts now. That's it. Yeah. New rule. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I actually don't wear track pants at his job sites because I don't want him to see my package. <laughs> TMI, TMI. So we are speaking with Jason from at Guest Contracting Inc. And it's guestcontracting.com online. It is guest.contracting at gmail.com. And it's 705-229-7875. We got one last segment here, Jason. Let's no, we have it. two. Let's do it. But let's go with the four, number one. <laughs> the 10 questions. Oh, <laughs> this particular segment's been getting a lot of traction and making every single show of ours explicit now, <laughs> which is really interesting. We need video to this. <laughs> Brought to you by Anatomy Home. <laughs> and PL from NASA. <laughs> is that... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We're going to check that. No. Check that. I'm calling Go ahead, bull. please. I'm I challenge bull. you. <laughs> okay. What is your favorite construction word, Jason? Oh, shit. PL, PL. <laughs> construction that's, word. That's two words. Uh, demo. Oh, demo. Whoa. Let's go with demo. What is your least favorite construction word? Clean up. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the employees are for, right? <laughs> I like cleaning up. <laughs> what turns you on in construction? I like to meet a client, see their vision, and executing it. Nice. That's that's the fun part. Like, hey, this is the picture, and then okay, let make me turn, it a reality. Let me turn it into that. Yeah, that's fun. I what, that what turns you off in construction? Clients that don't let me just do that. That uh, micromanage. It, micromanage too involved. Maybe like super nitpicky, kind of like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll do certain aspects and it just never works out yeah. well. You're like, no, no, just get out of here. I'll, like pay me, I'll do it because I don't want to redo it twice. Yeah, so, good for you. And you're just going to get frustrated because you don't know what you're doing. What is your favorite curse word? <laughs> Starts with an F. All right, ends with a K. <laughs> or it starts with an F and it ends with an F. Wait, fun? Yeah. <laughs> fun? Start fun. K. Funk? Funk. Funk. Got the funk. Yeah, the funk. Uh, I like that. The new one. Funk you. <laughs> <laughs> what construction sound or noise do you love? Uh, Tick tock. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's a good one. Construction uh, sound or noise do you love? Is uh, yeah, I don't know. I, would, I, can't, I don't know if I have one. That's a good the question. The alarm clock? Uh, someone said, what was it, chiseling the other day yeah. or something? How about yeah. this? That's so annoying. That's not a construction sound. <laughs> painting. It is when you have a pen and you're talking about prices. The roller? Hearing that painting, it's just peaceful. It's calm. It's very calm. I do, actually, I do find painting kind of calm like that. It's, yeah, it's quiet. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, what construction okay. sound or noise do you hate? Oh, I'd have to agree. I heard the other day, too, the driving piles. 
like that loud that Dum. is fucking Dum. so annoying Dum, i know especially That's, if you're downtown in a condo i love or, pounding or, or like when they're smashing up concrete with the big excavators with the yeah. big jackhammers yeah it's just it's my favorite is it yeah i love backhoes what profession other than your own would you like to attempt done a lot i actually was a license or a, a electrical apprentice uh, oh, i got 3200 hours um so you're as a sparky wow so you're halfway there uh no it's just like, under uh well i think it's nine thousand. was it nine thousand? you were sparky? saying earlier you yeah. wanted to be a lifeguard on babe watch he never said that by the way i, 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 I love being a carpenter I love mm. it. I don't, I wouldn't trade it. I I don't. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to be a roofer for one day. Nope. No, forget nope. that. No, that's a tough one. What profession? So does that? What profession would you not like to do? Roofing. 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 Eh? Like those guys, man. Hats off, and we're in Skylux. Mm. Uh, those. They guys, got great tans on parts of their. Yeah, body. most of it. Most of it's tar. <laughs> I, I don't know how they do it, and my hats off to them. A lot of water. Big. That's awesome that they do it. If heaven exists. What would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> that was great, man. <laughs> Jason, thank you so wait, much, wait, man. Wait, wait, wait. I got, I yeah, got, a, got another uh, segment. I don't I, know what you're talking about. I got something, I show up I got something new that I want to try. Uh-oh. Okay. Do you remember Speaker's Corner at Much Music? Uh, very briefly. So what you would do is you would donate $5 or $2 in, into the machine, mm-hmm. and you would speak your mind for... Like two minutes? Ten seconds. So let's call it construction corner. What's the most frustrating thing that you want to share? Three or four seconds. Uh, Three or four seconds. Whatever. It could be 10 seconds. What's the most frustrating thing that bothers you in this industry? When Carlito comes Um, up with a segment that we didn't approve. (laughs) (laughs) What? when clients come in, you, you quote the job, you start it, and they're changing things on the fly, uh, and they expect it to be done the next day. And you're like, whoa, whoa, hold up. I got to quote this, uh, and it's not going to happen the next day. Or they want other trades in, and they're like, yeah, you can start that next week. You're like, are you kidding me? It's the middle of summer. Everyone's swamped. It's going to be a couple months. And then they get pissed off with you. You're the because, bad guy. Because they expect it, right? It happened. It, it didn't happen. Like It happens all the time. I, it happens all the time. And that's yeah. like, it's not realistic to what That's where you lose money. Right? And you're yeah. like, well, yeah. So I, now I'm like, oh, well, do I get extras up front? I don't know. Like stuff like that, right? There's it's an idea for a ass. business. Pain Someone should ass. start an online construction training course for clients. Just a little bit of education. A little it's, CTCC. Like I don't mind, you, you know, you can change things on the fly. But like at the end of the day, you're kind of like, well, I, ha- I, ha- I have to make money. So I have to go back in the office, figure that out. I can't do it that same day because you want it done. Yeah, but their mentality is like, you're here. You're already here. The <laughs> tools are here. The guys are here. Everybody's here. Yeah, but we're here developing a scope of work that we've already that we, signed we, off we on. We agreed on. I didn't sign off on I know. So now you're adding it just because you think we're here? You're on the site. <laughs> hey, can you just do this? Like, it happens trying all the to get time, a little man. freebie, right? Yeah. No, no. This, no. Is, this is how it goes on my site. This is, this is how it's been for 30 years. doesn't matter how nice the customer is, how well you've known them, or how many times you worked with them or not. <laughs> you walk away from the job site. And you left your guy doing a tile floor. When you come back, he's doing a door. Right. And I, and I say, hey, man, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? You know what? <laughs> my, my he's did, like, the homeowner told me to do it. And I hey, said, hey, man. No. You know what? You can go work for the homeowner. You know what? See you fucking later. <laughs> I just had this conversation with my one guy today. So we brought in a newer guy. And I, he was talking to the client, blah, blah, blah. And uh, he, I guess he jumped in and, was, and I said, listen, 
you're my, you're my lead guy. You tell the other guy, the client either talks to me or talks to you and we don't do anything before it gets approved how it works. and we get paid. So don't jump in, say your two cents. It, it's not how it works. Because once they do it, then it becomes a negotiation for you later on. And then I got to fight for that. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's not what you, that's not what our no. job is about. We're not supposed to be fighting for the money that we've already agreed on. No. You know what the most ironic part about this whole thing is? You were nervous at the beginning. You can't stop talking now. I know. <laughs> that's like, generally, that's, how, it, that's right? generally how it works. Generally how it works. That's, that's it? why we have repeat. They all come back. We I have know. to have part twos. Yeah. That's what it no, is. No, we'll, being, co we'll come up to you. We'll go to Barry. It's been great, honestly. It's, I, was, I was really nervous. I was really nervous. It's harmless, been harmless, man. He hardly it's, bites. It, you know what I mean? I, I'm a liquor. <laughs> oh, God. No, it's been great. I, I want to thank you guys for having me. No, thank you for coming. No, thank you, Jason. Thank you for the coming second twice. Time. The second time. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And thank you so much for the tease, man. We're going to hey, wear yeah, it proudly. Thank you. No, we really love it. Yes. Hey. <laughs> All right. So if anybody else is interested in being on the podcast, please reach out to myself. Don't, or giving don't, us don't, gifts. Or give, no, <laughs> reach out to me through Hardcore Rentals or through my email. You can reach me at uh, manny at hardcorerentals.com. Want to come on the show? Come on the show. Talk to us. Talk yeah. to us about construction. Uh, that's about it, isn't it? Oh, there's more, but let's just cut there's it. Always yeah, more. We save it for next it. week. We can keep going on. Jason, thank you <laughs> thank so you. much for being on the show. Really Thanks, appreciate guys. it. And thank you Thanks twice for, for coming here. And uh, <laughs> I feel so bad. I felt so bad this morning. Not AM. No, PM, PM, PM. Carlito, get us out of here. Oh, boom, boom. So you can find Jason online on Instagram at Guest Contracting Inc. And also on uh, his website at guestcontracting.com. And then email to reach out to him to ask him questions or even just get him to bid a job. Guest.contracting at gmail.com. And his phone number 705 in the lovely Barry area, 229-7875. That was number 91. Re respect the 705. Guest Contracting. <laughs> We're out of here. <laughs> <laughs>